What if you were born with a disease that you always knew would kill you? And then what if all of a sudden you were given a second chance? Well, that's exactly what happened to me. And it's the question that we explore on the new podcast series, Breathless from Snack Labs. Join me, Jeremy Saunders, for a series that explores what it means to live and die, to love and to lose, and what it's like to have your whole life turned upside down and the unexpected challenges that come with a life-saving drug. You can listen to Breathless now, wherever you get your podcasts. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, everybody. Uh, something a little bit different this week. Um, we had a guest who applied for a Sick Boy podcast who wanted to come on the show and talk about her experience in living with two vaginas. And so what we decided to do uh, was we were going to record a Sick Boy episode, but we said, hey, this is kind of Turn Me On-esque as well. So we had Bridie pop in on the recording and we did a little sort of... Uh, double header episode for the double vagina topic. And so this is a sick boy slash TMO collaboration recording. Uh, we're not going to have a foreplay this week. We're just going to throw it right to the conversation that we had with Leslie. And uh, I think that's it. Bridie, anything else? Uh, you were doing this without me. So it's kind of like walking in on you masturbating. I don't really know what to say. And I just kept doing it. Just like I would if you walked in on me masturbating. Just keep doing it and look at you like a deer. Not like me. And I had my vibrator under the pillow and pretend I wasn't doing anything. Oh, I was just reading. Reading Esther Perel. Okay. I hope you all enjoy this episode. And uh, we love you. See you on the other side.
I've been waiting for the perfect moment to bring up my new word that I'm really like vibing on lately. What? And this is the perfect moment because you guys, uh, Jeremy and Bridie, are like tucked up all cute and cozy in the corner of the couch right now. We're pretty cozy right and, now. And uh, my new favorite word, word to describe that is adorbies. <laughs> I, I hate you. I hate that word. Yeah. Well, you made like me it. wheeze laugh. <laughs> It sounds, it's weirdly like Furbies. You know what's, what's Brian like. has a really good skill at? Brian intentionally does things like that to make us not like him, and he succeeds every time. <laughs> Adorbies. Well, um, you know what is Adorbies? I have to agree. <laughs> I'm comfortable the, with The thing that is Adorbies about this right now is we are, so this is a bit of a different special episode of Sick Boy Podcast slash... Turn me on. Turn me on podcast. Is that how you say it now? Yeah. Turn me on. Obviously, you got a twang on it. So. Yeah. Turn me on. Welcome everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the Turn Me On podcast. Um, so we're doing we're doing like a, a sort of like double header, double feature because we're talking about double vaginas. A double penetration episode. <laughs> Uh, but that is that is the reason why we're doing this because uh, this week we're diving into something that uh, a. I know nothing about, didn't even know it was possible. <laughs> Similar to everything that we talk about, really. <laughs> and B, if I had known, I would have made this, I would have, this would have been made it to my list of, um, uh, all, like all time, Desirable like, topics. yeah, dream episodes. <laughs> oh, yeah. thanks. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> and Bridie, why, why is, why are we also releasing this on Termion? Um, well, I will tell you something. Once I did the vagina monologues, this play that many women have done, and uh, they do it often in celebration of uh, Valentine's Day, and it's uh, by Eve Ensler, and it's a play all about vaginas. Is it and a monologue? It's many monologues. Okay. Yeah, many, many monologues. And I hosted the cast party for my particular production of the vagina monologues, and we played a game where you submit a little tidbit, a secret about yourself in a bowl, and then we draw them out and read them out loud and try to guess whose secret it is. And one of them was, this always left an impression on me, was I have two holes. And I didn't know what that meant. And uh, it turned out she had two openings, and I don't think that's what this is about, but that's what this is exciting for me about okay what? all right yeah so so well if, if it's not about that then what is it about because <laughs> I, I mean i was told that we're here to talk about two vaginas two vaginas and that's all i come know. see come so come see, come see. Oh, we're so, getting the 50 yeah, 50 leslie, yeah, yeah. leslie thanks for being here um <clears throat> what, for having me. what what are we actually here to talk about hmm. so there's definitely a minor difference between straight up having two vaginas versus having what I have, which is um, a double uterus. Mm. Um, ah, that, so, I, I thought that's, but, I thought so. But yeah. wait, wait, no, but wait, whoa, 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 what did you think? As in like, there's no such thing as two vaginas? Well, no, but you were saying two vaginas or go, double folks. vagina. And I was going like two entirely separate things. Yeah, not quite. Like that's what, And I was thinking that sounds Science fiction. <laughs> I I think it's real. I, I think, think it's it is a, too a real thing. But I think it's even more rare than me. So that's not what you have. You no. don't have two separate vaginas like a like a duck. No. Is <laughs> no. ducks? I think ducks have like seven vaginas. What? I heard Picasso's oh daughter God. had a vagina in her armpit. 
What? Shut the fuck off, Friday. <laughs> I, I saw it you know on what? the internet. That's interesting because that seems <laughs> Wouldn't have he ridiculous. just painted it that <laughs> yeah. way, though? Yeah, it just <laughs> seems like one of his paintings. Yeah, yeah he just painted it someone was like, way. no, that's a documentary painting. That's <laughs> real life. <laughs> you know what? It seems ridiculous, though... The vagina armpit thing I have heard before, and I don't know why, and I don't know where that comes from. It's a joke. I think it's a, uh, a joke. That <laughs> it's a common joke. Um, so, so wait, sorry, so you don't have uteruses. yeah, you don't have two vaginas. You have no. two uteruses. So, Uteri. most people who have this, it's only in like the upper part of your actual uterus. Like, there's like kind of three tiers in in like female organ reproductive organs and um most people have some you can hear i think you had someone on that had a heart-shaped right uterus so it's it's almost like hers ended up developing more than mine did but she got the better of it basically than i did so it's a basically a septum like if you picture your nose like a line going through each of your nostrils. It's the same thing. It goes all the way down into my cervix and it was in my vaginal cavity. But it like visually it looks normal. Right. From so the it's, it's all internal. Yeah. So this yeah. this septum thing <laughs> was, went down into your into all the way your, down. All the way down. Yeah. So it's like splitting everything? Yeah. In half from the yeah. top of the uterus to the bottom of the vagina, like the yeah. inside of the vagina, yeah. it doesn't not stop quite at the all cervix. the way through, like to the outside. You couldn't, like, it must. It, I never really got to see it, but it must have stopped a little bit of the ways up because everything looked normal from the outside. Could you feel it? Um. Well, that's where the weirdness comes in. Is I didn't. I had no idea, and. A big reason people find out about it is because they bleed anyway, even when they put a tampon in, because it's only going up one side. Um, oh, so it's just coming out. It's just bleeding out of yeah. another hole. So, uh, but I didn't understand, blocked. and I'm so like stupidly like, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Everything will be fine. And I just switched to pads and was like, I'm just not good at tampons. For like most of like, but what was oh. happening Whenever is that there were two, started. kind of two canals that you could put a tampon in, yeah. and it was only going in one. Yeah, and the other one because we're, none of us are symmetrical is probably like <laughs> a little smaller or like a little harder to access yeah. or something. Yeah, so it would just go up whichever one was. I don't know any given day. Right. <laughs> so so let, yeah. let's let's take this. Let's rewind a little bit. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that this didn't become something that was like at all apparent to you until you started menstruating or, or was there, was there some sort of, um, um, sign that there, there, there was some abnormality within your, your, within your uterus or within your vagina when you were younger than that? There are things that I now realize it makes sense now that I think about it once I found out that I had it, but it was never a thing. Like when I was a kid, like I never, ever noticed anything. And like I said, I just basically thought that I was bad at inserting tampons. So I just stopped and I just started using pads instead. Um, and just kind of gave up on it and didn't really mention it to anyone because I was like, whatever, there's alternate things I can use. I don't need to learn how to use this if I don't have to. And they're not the most comfortable things anyway. So, um, 
So that explained a lot after I found out about it, but I just brushed it off. Like I just brushed everything off. And apparently, I'm pretty sure this is a part of it. I know plenty of women can feel which side is um, ovulating, but I'm pretty sure that I get significantly worse pain on one side versus the other, depending on which ovary is ovulating. You mean Whoa. like which one side or the other of the two uteruses you have? Yeah. Which they Holy would, fuck. which can, they would nor Can you bring up a picture? I, that's what I'm trying. Cause I, <clears throat> I, I have such a poor visual in my mind. Like same, you know, you know, the visual in like the middle of the, the middle of the dictionary that had the, like the human, do you, do you guys ever have that in the dictionary that had like the two like anatomical things in the middle, like the two glossy pages? Yeah, Your you parents could, just you inserted could, those. Yeah, you yeah, could yeah, flip through yeah. them. They're you like, let them learn about yeah. sex yeah. this way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I have such a poor visual of like the female reproductive system, like what it even looks like when you're talking, like what the uterus is like shaped like. And I, I kind of know the ovaries and that whole like off to the like side a shape. skull with yeah, like yeah, horns. Yeah, you're yeah. Right. yeah, it does. <laughs> um, so what are we, is there a name for this? I don't know how to pronounce it. It's like. Double uterus? <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> if you look it up on Wikipedia, that's what it says. And then it has like. Yeah, uh, look it up. I don't, I don't know okay. if it's, I don't know if it's Latin or whatever, you know, the medical Because I kind of, for go, it. go down we to double talking, uterus pictures, Ted. Leslie, we were talking about like the, you mentioned the heart shape yeah. one at the, at the start. Didelphic and uterus is, is the name. Is, is it kind of like that heart? Just kind of like the center of the heart just got deeper and Keeps deeper going. and deeper and like just oh is it like right this down and separates the two sides almost I don't think it's, it's almost quite, like a broken heart in I don't a way. think it's quite separated at right. the top I think it's just there's just a line like, right it's a deep it. middle yeah so a deep V the one thing that I do well not the one thing I've looked this up a lot because it's me but um, the oh I see it okay <laughs> yeah. right. so basically. We're looking at two. We're lo- if if you're at home and you're listening, Google double uterus, and you can get a photo here. Bring it. Bring that back up, Tay. Um, you can see. So the double uterus is it, the normal uterus is like like that ram's head, right? And and the middle of it is like a big opening. It's like one big lobby. That you know, like things can gather and wait. Dude, that's the most like. That's where you set uh, up some cocktail tables if you're hosting an event like, there. You can wait for like then, up to nine months. And then at the end of the lobby, if you keep going up, if you keep going north in the lobby, there's two hallways. One goes right, one goes left, and each hallway leads to the uh, the eggs. Is that what? the ovaries? The ovaries. Okay, so the 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 del the didelphus uterus, the double uterus, is literally that giant hallway has been split in two. And so you have one path for the right side ovary that's separate onto itself and a path that is separate from the right to the left side ovary. So you, you have two uteruses, but they each go to one individual ovary. Yeah, there's not two. So it's not, they say it's a double uterus, but it literally is just a double uterus. It's not. There's not two fallopian tubes mm-hmm. on right. each side. There's yeah. just one. It's basically your uterus split in half. Yeah. yeah. Although I don't know the way they described it to me for my case in particular. I don't think mine splits down the middle and separates at the top like that. I think mine is literally. Um, it's more joined together. It's, yeah. It's connected at the top and it's just. It's just divided. Even, it's tissue. And it's going down the center all the way. 
and um, it's not. It doesn't. Um, what's what I'm looking for? You know, when you're in a sports field or you're in a in a big conference room and they pull a divider wall down the center. Yes, it's just it's like straight that. down the middle. There we go. Yeah, yeah, Brian. What, Brian? That wasn't bad. That was pretty good. <laughs> Thank but you. that yeah. tissue doesn't. Um, like over the course of the month before you have your period, it's building up, right? So that mm. an egg can implant on it and right. grow. That that doesn't happen to the center. Okay. Whoa, what? Yeah. No. What do you mean it doesn't happen? To that the, the center wall, the it's divider useless. wall in the conference room yeah. doesn't grow the same cell tissue as the rest of the uterus does yeah. to support a baby. Yeah. It's, so, just, a, it's just a, it's it's just like a, a wall. Th- yeah. It's like a three-sided triangle with only two sides growing them yeah. okay okay so yeah. look I, for everybody like listening everybody listening this this might be easily the most like audibly confusing episode <laughs> we've ever done it needs so many visuals you definitely need visuals so like google the fuck out of this while you're listening but okay so let's leave let it looks fucking different from a normal uterus yeah there's right. two things come to when there should be one but That's it looks right. pretty yeah. basic once you but see the visual it looks pretty basic yeah. once you see the visual yeah uh, but I'm assuming it's not that basic in your everyday life. We kind of touched on it, how you would bleed regardless of, you know, you, you stick the, the tampon in, yep. but it's only really covering one side, yep. not both. And and so you just resorted to pads. At what point did you, like, how old are you now? I'm 24. Okay. When did you find out that you have this, this like, double vagina uterus thing going on? Well, this is a great story. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, <laughs> we so, are, I love great stories. I'll give you the context of how most people find out. Um, one is the tampon thing. You, if you have like a good relationship with your mother and you're like 12 years old, you can be like, I don't understand why this is happening to me. And you actually go ask questions, unlike myself, where I was just like, uh, I'm not going to tell anyone. <laughs> um, so that's the first one when they find out when they're more or less children. The second is when you go get like a pap smear. Um, and if it's all the way down, like mine was, then they can find it really quick because they're literally like putting a, a device. She would you. literally, the doctor would, I shouldn't say she, the doctor would be like, would be like, Oh, yeah. there's a fucking wall in here. Yeah. 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 Um, and the other way people normally find out is they don't understand why they're having multiple miscarriages because you don't just go in and look when you don't have anything to look for. Like, right. Why would you go and look that up if you're not worried about it? Yeah. So how did you find out that you have it? So I was 17 and me and my still boyfriend, Greg, were having a great time at like 2 a.m. And playing uh, checkers and whatnot. Yeah. No, man, playing with like a whole bunch of uteruses. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Netflix. we were going at it on his sofa and all of a sudden it just like hurt like so bad. And it only for like a second. It was just like this horrible amount of pain. Are we first, talking like first are you, time having sex? And or? also no. are we talking about home base or was he fingering you? or No, you no, like, this is full on. Okay, having sex. Yeah, and before this point. And he has one penis, not, right? Yes. <laughs> okay, okay, just check <laughs> Before this point, I had, I've <clears throat> once I recollected on it, I was like, I should have thought of this because I was bleeding like literally every time. And uh, not a lot, just like a little bit. Um but this time, I felt that, like, I don't even know how to explain it. It was really short, but it was really painful. Like Just tearing, like a almost? Like, Literally, that, yeah. yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, 
Yeah. That's called popping the cherry. <laughs> uh, I, I, I wish that's, really that's all it was. I feel like usually that's what it is. Uh, <laughs> so not quite. Okay, okay so I, I did just ask at the <clears throat> at the top there. I, you said it wasn't your first time having sex, but no. have you had like sex quite a few times before this, or was this like um, one of the first times? No, I wouldn't say it was one of the first times. Like we might have been a like couple months into it. Okay, so. Because I, 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 I mean, again, this is like a little bit of like classic sick boy bro science kind of thing, but <laughs> classic. I'm wondering if like, do you think it's possible that he that you were like okay? So ducks had duck, female ducks he have went up these the right, like he went up the right hallway. He and and he happened to go up the wrong hallway this one time, right? So d- ducks have multiple vaginas. It's an evolutionary thing that they've developed because. Uh, ducks rape, and but it's not vaginas. It's actually, I think, it's the same idea as what you're talking it's about. Trap doors. It, it's these tra- exactly. Yeah. It's these like secondary roots up inside the vagina, right? Oh, and okay. so what I'm what I'm like wondering is, it's making me think of the, like the duck vagina thing, where it's like your boyfriend's going in, he's sticking his penis in, and f- just by chance, the first you know, let's say ten times you have sex within yep. those first couple of months. One would his, be more warmed his, up too. It would be more like it would be more normal. Like, maybe we don't know. Why one, are you saying one, that? Like as if you fucking <laughs> yeah, know. Maybe yeah, because perhaps, I'm, I'm yeah. building on your theory. This sounds right. <laughs> okay, sure. Thanks. It must you be discuss right. your theory of only ten times in the first two months you started having sex. I don't know about you, but when I started having sex, I was having sex like three times a day. <laughs> yeah, that's true too. That's true. Okay, so but anyway, let's say, regardless uh, the number so like of times, three hundred times in the first two months, <laughs> and, which are much. I mean, like we were the in high school of being born with three with two vaginas. Is like. Exactly. 3,000 or yeah. something. Yeah. So I wonder if it's possible that he just happened to be sliding into the hole that like the tampons naturally tended to go into, you know, like if there's like a, yeah, well, if, if there's it was a, slightly a, a lopsided of least at resistance. All, yeah. If it was slightly lopsided at all, he would just go in the direction that of least felt, resistance. Yeah. Like that felt like it made mm. the most sense. And so this one time he gets on top in a way that he hadn't been on top before. And like, yeah. you're, you know, your leg is between his legs and it's like a weird angle. Yeah. And then and, what happened, Jer? And then he pushes in, <laughs> but his, and his, then? his wiener and then? goes into the wrong well, t- trap door. I'm looking forward to him listening to this. Hole. Love the, you. The unused hole. Door number two. <laughs> yeah, door number two. Uh, but I guess we don't know that for fact. No, no this was and total speculation. It's gone now, so we'll never know. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Well, so so this so this you get this flash of pain, and yes. it's different than it was before, and then it's gone. The pain is gone. So for like, I mean, I don't know how long it was. It could have been thirty seconds, but it was like what just happened kind mm-hmm. of thing. And then it felt okay for a second. And I was like, okay, keep going. Cause it was like half dark. Like we couldn't, you know, it was like 2am in his basement. And we, uh, isn't it funny that we do that? So, you know, when we're fi- <laughs> like, we're, I, I, I think it happens to everyone. Like you're fucking something goes wrong. You're like, ah, 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 ah. Okay. okay, okay let's go. Let's go. <laughs> uh, absolutely, though. Like, yeah. Oops, that, that was door that number three. Yeah. <laughs> it's just funny that it doesn't like that. It never like ruins the moment enough. You yeah. know, it's like it's a, there's no, always. You know why? You know why you only I'm feel sure it for it a can. second because you go into shock and your body's like release all the hormones so that I can continue to do this. I th- I'm, I think I'm thinking more of like a like a leg cramp or like you know those like. I can keep going. I can keep going. Charlie Horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Anyway, I'm sorry. (laughs) It's okay. Um, But yeah, so it hurts for just a split second. And then um, 
I think it's fine. So I say, keep, keep going. I can't see anything. I'm up here. <laughs> so that if all of a sudden he's like, Oh fuck. Like what the fuck's going on? And I'm hemorrhaging <gasps> Oh no! onto his sofa. Ooh. And Oh, that's not a good place to do no. it either. Oh damn. So I mean, I get up, run to the bathroom, um, sit on the toilet, just keeps going. I'm just sitting there and like, are you bleeding out? So I'm having an image here where it's just like, oh God, wow. Yeah. So, um, he's obviously freaking out (laughs) because he doesn't know what the fuck's going on. And I would be in a state. Yeah. So he, at some point it's all. I was in shock because it, it's insane, but I have always been strangely composed in high pressure situations. So even though I was the one hemorrhaging, I was being like, it's okay. Yeah, it's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fine. We're going to figure this out. And he's like sweating like, over Pull the it doorway. together. Pull it together. <laughs> I feel like women have a special ability to do that. Like, well, just when be you're composed bleeding from like, like ridiculously your vagina. high pressure situations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think. I'm trying to vaguely remember what ended up happening. So at first, um, I think he gets me like a bandaid. <laughs> yeah. Put I this don't on think, it. <laughs> I think is, I don't think he had any pads in the house or anything because his mom was like past menopause. So we like filled me with, I don't know, paper towel or like <gasps> tissue paper, like, pa- like, like Kleenex paper, or some something. Old gift bags. Lying just, like, packed at, but I or? stayed on the toilet and I called my sister and she came and picked me up uh, but he stayed there because I was like you need to be away from this for a second like um I'm gonna go to Cobbaquid because that's in the area we lived in and the hospital yeah yeah but then they were fucking close are you from Sackville Windsor Junction. Okay, all right, yeah, yeah. sweet. All right. What's up? <laughs> pretty so, close. So, so, the pretty, pretty, pretty the close. hospital was closed? Cobbaquid was closed. I didn't know that hospital they was closed. They used to close at like 10 p.m. Yeah. Doesn't that sound insane? It doesn't anymore. <laughs> it doesn't anymore, but it, no. it was like a, it was a real small operation. Yeah. Well, actually, back. this was when the new one was there, but they oh. still... Closed at 10 p.m. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah. God, that's so, wild, dude. All the injuries happen after that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no one gets hurt in, day, in like working hours. <laughs> so it, it kind of seemed to have subsided a little bit. So we were like, okay, well, what the fuck are we going to do? Like she couldn't, I don't think she could drive me all the way. There was a reason behind her not being able to take me any farther. So we drove. She was like, you packed it with, with, with gift wrapping <laughs> You'll paper. Be You'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you did so everything you needed to. <laughs> she ended up driving me back to one of my closest friend's houses that lived really close to Greg at the time. And her mom worked at Dartmouth General. So we drove back there. She woke her mother up. I ended up, she had a, like all kinds of hospital shit. So I was basically in like, it wasn't a diaper, but it was like fucking big enough. It felt like one. And I, we drove in her car to Dartmouth General and then I stayed there overnight. And of Did course- Did you call your parents at all? They were in Cape Breton and it was 2 a.m. So I was like, no, I'm not doing this. There's literally no point. They can't help me. Is your, sister, five hours away. Is your sister older? Just by like a little more than a year. Okay. Yeah. So I stayed overnight. I told her mom she could go, that I was going to be fine. Because, of course, I sh- got to the hospital and stopped fucking bleeding after like, all of that. liar. And the first person who saw me clearly did not 
take a proper look because he told me he kept asking me like overly invasive questions about if I used any toys and how many toys did I use and like what didn't seem to believe me that I hadn't used any. Yeah. So that was fucking annoying. But um, dude, like, sex, toys, blood. Yeah, <laughs> fucking do some research. Tell me what's up. He's like, it must be toys. Sharp toys. Are you into sharp toys? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just thinking of the Fists? emergency doctors I know and imagining them like trying to figure this situation out. I know, but I thought I don't know. Maybe it's just because it's the middle of the night. It seemed a little cranky. Who knows? But um, he also told me that it was a tear on the side, and I was like. That doesn't mm. even feel remotely close to, to also, uh, what it felt like. My boyfriend's dick isn't a knife. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you, what do you mean? What do you mean a tear a on the skin. side? Well, I can imagine what that must feel like. Cause there's a lot of different like folds down there. Yeah. And yeah. there are times when I've gotten like I've gotten tears on the like kind a tear of, like, on the vulva. Yeah, like where it's where the skin is really thin and really yeah. sensitive. Like I've I've gotten tears there for sure, and it yeah. feels like sharp pain. It doesn't bleed though. Like yes, mm. yeah. Well, he said that he felt it on the side, which ended up being completely inaccurate. Um, so I ended up staying overnight. And then um, I forget who saw me in the morning, but it was a woman. And they gave me like a proper, not quite a pap, but like a full like gynecological exam. Mm-hmm. And she was like, it looks like you got two vaginas. <laughs> and were you like, and you're, like, like you're like you're like I don't know I mean I, I, you look down you're like it looks like one yeah. I don't know yeah um, so after that point I got referred to the IWK because I was still 17 um, which is the children's hospital here in Halifax yeah yeah and um, Can, sorry just before you progress on yeah. a little bit is, is it like I've always been really curious about like the male doctor and like women's anatomy relationship like yeah. is that a really uncomfortable experience or is it, like do you guys feel for the women in the room like do you guys feel like you're able to just trust them for who they are and what their profession is i got to the point interesting question now that i don't care but because i've had to see multiple doctors right and i just got accustomed to just like basically fucking spreading my legs and being like, do mm, what you want. <laughs> I mean, like but you know, my a- doctor is a woman and the gynecological surgeon who did my surgery was a woman. Mm-hmm. So for the like remainder of the, the time that we were dealing with it, I was surrounded by female doctors. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, Brad, like, you know, what you know, about you, Brad? I, uh, I had a male family doctor when I was growing up and I feel like I was like that, my girl, girl like I was there like every other day I feel with a cold or something Uh, and I remember asking him he did my first pap test but a female nurse came into the room but I also remember asking him about marks under my boobs that were that turned out to be stretch marks but I was only like 12 or 13 and I didn't know I was only aware that you had to be aware of like breast health because I saw a poster in like my friend's (laughs) mom's bathroom or something (laughs) and I was like what are these and he was like those are stretch marks and he seemed to be really embarrassed by the question which made Mm -hmm. me feel even though he was a guy he wasn't a guy he was my family doctor oh okay I was just a kid but most recently I went into the hospital to have an exam on my cervix and it was a bunch of women 
looking at me, but it was being projected on a TV screen <laughs> that the male doctor came in. And it was at, at Best Buy. It wasn't even at the hospital. <laughs> it was awesome, you guys. Like picture twelve televisions <laughs> in multiple sizes oh with God. your. I've, with, with, I've, I've with, been in that section. Yeah, with picture, with picture, exactly. and picture of Bridie's face down in the corner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like, like this is what it looks like if you have color blindness or like a less spectacular television. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I mean, like I think about from my from my like male perspective of that i there's something that that maybe it's just because of like the social climate that we're in right now there seems something weird about a a, a guy doing that stuff but at the same time it's like well a doctor doesn't have to get cancer to to tell you about your cancer mm-hmm. yeah. kind of thing so you know a doctor doesn't need a vagina or a uterus to tell you about they spend all of it. that time going to school to see the human body yeah. as a human body, yeah. not yeah, as exactly. a, yeah. Right. Yeah. as anything else but that. I, I you think know, it's I, like, like I, I once had a weird experience with a doctor when I went in to get uh, checked for STIs. And I was like, I got this thing. Like, I don't know if I should worry about it or not. And the doctor was like, uh, has it been around for very long? And I was like, no, like two or three days. And he was like, you're probably good. I'm like, are you sure? Like, I just want to show, can I just show you? It? And, I'd like to show and, you and I'd like and you to like, touch it. He's like, uh, he's like, uh, oh, oh, okay. Uh, pull your pants like, down. You shouldn't and, be uncomfortable like, without I, your doctor. I remember it so like viscerally, like I, I just pulled my dick out and, and he kind of like, like tilted his head up in a way and like looked out of the corner of his eyes at me. <laughs> I remember was, like, telling me this was when like, it happened. Uh, nope. Shouldn't like come, come back in three days if it's not gone away. And you're like, swab like, it, swab it now. <laughs> went away. But like, but like I picture him really, I, picture, I was like, what the fuck man? Like, just look at my dick. Like, isn't that what you're supposed to do? I picture him being a hitman that actually just finished killing the actual doctor. <laughs> and then you walked in oh and he's God. like, Oh shit, I got to pretend to be the doctor. Uh, yeah, dick looks uh, good. Oh, Oh yeah, no, yeah, it looks fine. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and like, and obviously that's a, a male doctor with um, male anatomy, and like, yeah. There's yeah. still there's still that level yeah. of discomfort. So, I mean, it's probably not any easier when you're a male doctor. But again, is he a specific with, doctor? You know, like, right, yeah. is this no, it's is, a walking clinic? So. It's a walking clinic. Yeah. So, is he a doctor that gets this kind of thing often? Maybe, maybe right. not. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I know that the, I know that <laughs> Becca works at a at a hospital, and she. She said something the other day about how she was she had to stand in a room because to like to to right. oversee something. And I was like, what do you mean? She goes, oh, well, that's like that's standard policy. Like if if there's if there's a woman that needs to be checked, mm-hmm. um, I just have to be in there as as like a female. If there's she, like works a male. A, she works at a university as well. Maybe that. Has yeah, that, to do you know, that, exactly. So like thinking of different. uh um, by the way, she didn't tell me anything specific, uh, not outing you Becca for like <laughs> saying some like confidential shit. Uh, but like just, just that different, I feel like different clinics, different hospitals, different doctors have played different roles. And so maybe he was just like, ah, I don't like it. I'm not really a dick doctor. I don't like a dick. I'm not the dick doctor. <laughs> you're like, dude, you're the everything doctor. You're the walk-in clinic doctor. It is true. If you're like, the walk-in clinic doctor, you're, you know you're better than that. Dude, what do people go to yeah. the walk-in clinic for but to ask you to look at their dick? <laughs> like, isn't that almost exclusively like, what it's for? I mean, I went, in, I, went in, I went in to get checked for strep the other day, and for some reason I just pulled my dick out and was like, does my dick have strep? I was literally about to say, like, infections and oh, fuck, STIs. Dude, that that like so the bad. I want to talk about that so badly. Because any hurt, like oh, turn me on guests will be thinking about uh, I have had been wrestling with like BV for so long. So all my questions, knowing you were coming in here, were about like, but what about 
yeast infections. And yeah, like, do you get that, double the like, dose of yeast infection? And BMS and like exactly. I honestly don't think I've had a yeast infection. Oh my god! I wow. Know, ever. Congratulations. Yeah. Okay, well, I think this is, a good, this is a good place to kind yeah. of kind of transition here. We, you, you went to IWK yeah. to get yeah. checked out. Great doctor, um, Dr. McCarthy. She's lovely. I hope she's still there seven years ago, so maybe not. But um, she was one of, I don't know, maybe two gynecological surgeons that were there at the time or something. Um, and... Uh, I went in like within a week of that happening probably and didn't have the surgery or anything, but I went in and like talked to her and got briefed and they did like an actual full um, like exam and then I had to go and um, get a ultrasound to check my kidneys because when you have a double uterus, it's – can they develop – at the same time as your kidneys. So if something developed wrong there, then it could also mean that your oh, kidneys developed yeah. wrong. Okay. So the ultrasound was a combination of checking both my kidneys, which ended up being fine, and also like getting like a good visual of like the entire mm-hmm. double uterus. And when this was all going on, were you under the any sort of impression that like, oh, I, I'm very likely going to have a procedure done or or is this kind of... All um, up in the air until they basically came to you with like, all right, here's your options. And yeah, this they, is what we say they, you they basically do. just like had to give it a full overview first just to figure out like what exactly it was. Right. Because the situation where I discovered it was very irregular. <laughs> so uh, it wasn't just the typical like, I can't, I keep having <clears throat> miscarriages. I don't sure. understand. And you go get an ultrasound and sure. you find out why. So w- when the, when it did come to a head, did they give you an option or were they like, listen, like you need surgery. Yeah. Well, they basically said like, you're literally going to have uncomfortable sex for the rest of your life. If you don't do this. Oh, fuck that. Basically. Well, I feel yeah. like that's a no brainer then. Yeah. And like, what I have to do to fix that. And it's, it's not that invasive. Like they don't do the entire thing. They only do the vaginal cavity. Makes sense. They, uh, they could do the whole thing. Be way more dangerous, way more invasive. They have to and, like open you straight up. Yeah, and the more pointless part of it is the. So I was talking about how the center section doesn't support a uh, uh, an egg. Um, if they cut it all out, there'd be scar tissue at the top and scar tissue like all along the bottom and everything. And they said that amount of scar tissue in there would give you the same chances. So of why do such an invasive surgery if it's not going to improve your chances of getting We're pregnant? We're talking about pregnancy. Yeah. Oh, okay. So with the median in between the mm-hmm. two uterus is uterus sci. Uteri. Uh, you have, what's the percentage of being able to carry a pregnancy without that line, without the lining on that edge? There's not enough information okay they don't really give there's not enough to, do you to know say the anything. statistics on how many women are born with like a split uterus like that no there's really there's not a lot of stuff about it like there's just i look it up and i've been on forums of people talking about it and that kind of thing but there really isn't a lot of like actual 
official articles that describe the whole thing like even some of the articles i read they're just about women like one woman being like oh i have double uterus and i got interviewed about it and like that's it mm-hmm. so google says about one in twenty-five thousand women have uterus oh, didelphus Whoa, i can't believe uh, i've never read that's that before not what that says. about one in twenty-five thousand women with uterus with Get pregnant with twins. Oh, shit. I didn't finish the sentence. Holy fuck. That was a really specific stat. <laughs> well, so wait, that well, that must mean then that a lot of women have double uterus? Or that's just like the, that's just the statistic stat, like, like, because they say one in 25,000 women. It definitely is a statistic stat. You know what I mean? No, but you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, like they're going, yeah. the chances are one in 25,000, but like. Are they saying that one in 25,000 women that have double uterus? Because if they're saying, yeah, every one woman out of 25,000 women that have double uterus. Yeah, have, exactly. That, that means there's probably a fucking hefty number of women with double uterus out there. I did. I like to do like 15 minutes of extensive research before a guest comes in. And I I know I read an article from like Cosmopolitan UK. And someone said something like one in 3000 women are born with this. And that was obviously not that number. That's pretty common. And you'd be surprised to like not have a walk in doctor like know that that's a possibility. Because 3000 people, you see that for sure. You see 3000 people at an eMERGE doctor like in a month yeah can they statistically say one in three thousand people but only be talking about women or are they talking about one in three thousand people <laughs> and half of them we are need men, a stats professor okay okay i got it i got it i got it this is what wikipedia says in okay. the united states uterus didelphus is reported to occur in 0.1 to 0.5 percent of women it is difficult to know the exact occurrence of this anomaly as it may go undetected in the absence of medical and reproductive complications. That's also what I was going to say is that like if you successfully have your kid and like it stretches out to compensate as the kid is growing, right? So it's not necessarily clear in a ultrasound if the kid is already partially grown because then the like the center wall will get out of the way, right. stretch out, right? Yeah. So you if they're successfully pregnant and have a kid they're not going to go in and be like what's wrong cuz nothing seems like it's wrong mm-hmm. so there's chances that like a woman could just not. never even find out yeah, like if, if they never have the experience like you did yeah. where it, where something <laughs> tore t- tore uh or you know whatever the other you know amount of things that could go wrong to to like throw up the red flag yeah then they might just never know. Yeah, because yeah, we look at those Google images and they're perfectly symmetrical, but in realistic Ooh. terms, like yeah, they could easily be on the one left side. side. Could be like twenty five percent the size of the right side, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So when you're when you're in the hospital, Leslie, they tell you that. Like, do they do they just tell you? Because you said that she said, "Oh, it looks like you have two two vaginas" or something like that. But <laughs> yeah, when, was there a moment when they actually said, "Hey, yeah, like you you definitely have two uteri." uteri. So I think it was after the ultrasound, if I recall correctly, because the only way they can tell, like, it could have just been in my vagina, which wouldn't really make sense. But like, (coughs) you never know kind of thing. That's kind of how they made Mm -hmm. it sound. Mm -hmm. So when they did the proper ultrasound and gave it like a good look through, I came back out of it whenever I went and got the result appointment. And she said, you definitely have it all the way up. Um it's not worth this. This is the same instance when she told me it wasn't worth having a full out surgery to get rid of all of it. It was just 
really only worth it to get rid of the actual vaginal cavity part of it. Would that be considered cosmetic? Like, would that be considered a a cosmetic uh, procedure? I don't think it would if it's causing you discomfort. Right. Right, I think it would be if it was just annoying you visually. Yeah. Yeah. That would be the only thing. It's not external. Yeah. 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 External doesn't necessarily mean... Um, See, no, like you get your your tongue split, and that would be so, a cosmetic. Uh, this is way yeah. I think of it. This is a very good way for me to to picture it. Like when I when I uh, am selling houses, and I have a, a client who's applying for a mortgage, you can get a uh, like twenty percent additional funds for cosmetic repairs, which is like your taking out carpets or painting or doing things like that. Mm. But you cannot qualify for that amount. You have to go for a higher mortgage if you want to do structural repair. Or if you want to do any so, kind of repair to the house's vagina. Yeah, so so <laughs> yeah. well that but but they charge you like, more for that. This sounds like yeah. a structural repair and not yeah. like you're not, not, to make not it look pretty. Doing, yeah. yeah, you're not like yeah. you're not like buttering up the edges. That didn't sound good. <laughs> that like, uh, Buttering up the edges? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mixed two really weird analogies there. But I was anyway. with you, though, and I think everybody else was, too. It yeah. was a, it, You did a you're good not job. You're painting the walls. You know? yeah. You're actually no. fixing the, the bones. So what was the... What was the it's got good bones. It's got good bones. <laughs> how how anyway. old were you when you did have the surgery? I was still 17. Okay. So it was that year. I don't remember what the month was when I hemorrhaged. I have no recollection. <laughs> but... Um, the surgery was eight days away from my birthday <laughs> in March and, um, I, I uterus for your birthday and, um, so I think it was like March 10th. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. And, uh, I went in supposed to be day surgery, but apparently there was way more, more of it than they thought there was. So it was a brick wall as opposed to a wooden wall. Yeah. Um, so they found, it, but it went well. But oh. I ended up having to okay. stay. Yeah, enough with the house, the house <laughs> analogies, that, that Brian. Sounded, I'm so sorry, but because like, I was thinking like, what are problems they find in houses? And I said mold, and then I was like, Damn, oh no, that sounds really mean when you're talking about a vagina and not a house. Uh, yeah. Yeah. She didn't have asbestos in her vagina, dude. <laughs> Turn me on. We'll be right back after this word from our sponsors. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So they went in and there was there it was a different story than they thought. There was more than they thought. More uh, as in like just more tissue like they were I like oh know. it's a it's a I thick wall. I was really high on drugs when they explained all this. To right. Me. Yes. So, I, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll too. do my best <laughs> to, to recall <laughs> what she said to me. Um but there was more than they thought so I ended up having to stay overnight. And the weirdest part was that the entire time I was there it was completely packed full with gauze whole thing it felt like it felt like if i looked like i was pregnant like it was all swollen and filled with gauze and it was it was like when a magician pulls that i was just (laughs) going to say that that's really funny when a magician pulls all those rainbow like rainbow handkerchiefs out of their sleeve i was sitting there before i was leaving when's it gonna stop (laughs) no one else can see us in the podcast but i like Going like this. Wait, you, you, whoa, whoa, they you let, pulled it out? They let me do it. Yeah, they let me do it. Like, the, yeah. like as in, they I let you because you were begging there. to do it? No. Or they let no. you, because they're like, no, no, you do it. There, I think it was more like, I will know how careful I need to be, because, like, I can feel it. So I think a nurse was standing Holy there. Holy fuck. But I, so I was sitting there pulling it all out, and I was like, when is it going to stop? Like, how much did you put in here? And then finally it was all gone, and it was fine. But, um... It was all stitched, so like I really didn't. I, ha- I think I had a pad for like a week or something. I, it really didn't bleed like all that much. Did it hurt? Um, like once the drugs wore off? Yeah, it did. Um, it was really hard to poop, which oh, really? I've heard is a pregnancy thing too. Because like it's like contractions, right? Like right. You can't. Ugh, it was like really uncomfortable, and I have heard that's a thing when yeah, after you have a baby, it's like because of where they put the stitches. Just in yeah, just in general, like the all the all the muscle movement down there mm. is all similar. Like you contract all at like the same time, so that sucked. Um, and I still went to school. Oh really? <laughs> because I went to Lockview, and we had that um, attendance program where you could have a certain amount. Mm-hmm. You could only miss a certain amount of days. Or else you don't get to exempt, exempt exam. one of your exams. Right. And I was like, I'm fucking exempting one of my exams. Like, this is happening. I'm not yeah. not going to school. I don't remember that week. I remember lying in the student council room and one of my good friends, um, Cameron, like, being like, shut up, shut up. Because everyone would keep coming in and I was on T3s and I, like, couldn't even open my eyeballs. Did they know what was going on in high school? Uh, like- a couple people did. Everyone else just didn't question it. <laughs> I went in. I went in for a surgery. I was on a lot of drugs. Everyone leave me alone. <laughs> like that was pretty much it. Um, but I was on T threes for like like a week, I think. And man, did they make me light sensitive? It was fucking terrible. I hated every second of it for like really? a whole week. It was so bad. I will never take T threes again. And my dad had just went in for a surgery, and he was on T threes too. But they. Or maybe not T3s. Something was making him noise sensitive. Some kind of drug he was on. Oh. So my mom was like fucking tiptoeing around the house, leaving all the lights off, like 
because uh, we were both like, stop! Like, <laughs> yelling like at her every someone second. came in and gave each of you a concussion. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking autism. I was like, did you get a, did you get a vaccine? <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Because oh. I hear they can give you autism. Uh, nope. <laughs> That's what I heard. Nope. Um, no, they can't. <laughs> uh, so did, was this something that you spoke with, about, like spoke with, spoke about with your girlfriends at all? Because I got circumcised around the same age. And I didn't fucking, t- I didn't tell nobody. That well, was like, that was, hu- that was fucking hush hush. So I didn't tell a ton of people, but I went to, I think, well, I think I ended up telling a bunch of people, but I didn't tell a bunch of people at the time. Um, I'm sure it came out when I was drunk because we had like a group of like seven or eight <coughs> girls that always like hang out in someone's basement. And I'm sure that I got drunk and was like, I have two uteruses. But I didn't really like talk about it all the time or anything. Um, but I also wasn't particularly like shy about it. But um, the morning after it happened, when I got back from the hospital... I went straight to my friend Allie's house and like passed the fuck out and she she wasn't even there. I just went and like fell asleep in her bed and she came home with like one of our other guy friends and she was like, hey, what are you doing here? (laughs) What's going on? (laughs) I was like white as a ghost and like tired as hell, giant bags under my eyes. And so she was obviously the first person I told outside of like everyone who had been in that emergency situation. Because she was like, what the fuck are you doing in my house without me? Um, yeah, that's really the only people I told, like, right at the beginning. What and then I it? had to call my parents, which was fantastic. They were so fucking mad. How did how They did were mad feel? that you had two Because I was vaginas? 17 years old, and they that's how they found out I was oh, having that you sex. were banging. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, how, did, how did you feel when you first found out that you had... To uterus, well, uteri. I didn't. <laughs> did you feel powerful? <laughs> like I just did, thought did it was it... weird at the time. Like I didn't know enough about it until after the surgery, um, and they explained it better to me. Because um, there was so many, like, in between all the appointments, there was so much space. Like they schedule you for all these appointments, and you only right. go in and talk about like surgery prep and da 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 da. And it just kind of went. They were so spread out, but it was also so fast that it was kind of just like. Anything I need to know that's necessary and that's it. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, when I was like sitting in my hospital bed, she came in and like briefed me on how it went and described it all to me. And I think that was also when she reiterated like this, like there's the scar tissue, like wouldn't help your chances of getting pregnant. And so we're not going to do that and all that kind of stuff. So, but I was like all drugged up and going like, yeah, yeah. yeah. But after she explained that to me and I remember uh, the surgeon looking at me with like this, like pity, like pity at finding out at 17 that I might not like have a good amount of miscarriages if I, or, or not get pregnant because it wouldn't, it would attach to the center and not attach to mm. the side that would actually mm-hmm. properly give nutrients. So is that the deal? Is that the situation right now? It's so many of the forums online and stuff are people saying that nothing, they had zero problems. Getting pregnant. Yeah. So it's really, it's really hard to say. Or people who had a miscarriage first and only ever had one and then after that they were fine. So like the chances of it like hitting the, like the center versus it properly landing on one side is pretty good. 
like so he's gonna have a whole fuckload of sex yeah exactly (laughs) i guess there are people with like totally healthy vaginas who have miscarriages too right so dude pregnancy seems like a mystery exactly most first pregnancies especially in a miscarriage um so just a quick question about your period and getting Mm -hmm. pregnant do your uteri take turns getting uh, having their period or do they have their period at the same time? I don't know. I think I'm pretty sure that it happens to both because they're not directly separate. Like they're still like kind of attached. It's uh-huh, just there's also a wall right. down the middle. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that it's all at the same time. I kind of imagine like if a custodian's going to clean a gym, they're going to clean both sides at the same time, even if there's one of those curtains down the middle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Totally. Well, I, mean, I also 100%. think of it. There would have to be two custodians. But I also think of it in the fact that there's no, only one, one fallopian tube on each side. No, you're saying there would have to be How two. shitty would it be, though, if you had a period on one side and then only two weeks later had one on the other side. Oh, uh, if they were on different cycles? Yeah, different oh. cycles. <laughs> and you had your period every two weeks? Oh, my God. And doesn't, God. It period, doesn't your period last, like, Wait, around a week? That makes me wonder about God. Siamese twins and their periods. Oh, my and, God. And, like, if they have... Oh, that's a rabbit hole. <laughs> I wonder if Siamese twins have ever each been born with two vaginas. <clears throat> I, I immediately almost went to the internet again. It, it is a rabbit hole. But, yeah, I mean, definitely. Oh, Can we, we, we have the power to answer that question, and we definitely like what was the like socially talking about it how you said that you we weren't particularly shy about it but you weren't it's not like you were screaming from the rooftops no well it's not like people were asking me like so when are you gonna have kids i was 17 right like why would i ever bring that up i I, because i i i find that that i was not confused i was misled by by (laughs) by jeremy talking about two vaginas because i mean like then my train of thought was like, oh, well, two vaginas. Like, how the fuck does that work? Is there, I mean, like, is it the space between your butthole and your vagina? Is that like <laughs> yeah, a second vagina there? Is it like yeah. a, is it like a vagina, vagina, butthole type scenario? Like, is it stacked on top of each other? Like, <laughs> I like think, I think if that were to legitimately happen, they would be side by side. Yeah. I, I think you so. Think is there, yeah. Well, it, because that's the way that. Because like, they'd be side by side inside your right, body, right? Exactly. So, you know, yeah. Because right. you're because <laughs> with the exception of the opening, you have basically two uteri that are <laughs> side by side. Yeah, right, guys, guys, <laughs> see your face, guys. Oh no, there are conjoined twins. Their names are Brittany and Abby Hansel. They're born in the '90s. They have separate lungs, separate spines, separate hearts, separate stomachs. Each of them have one hand and one leg. But they both have one vagine. Now, why wouldn't and one you just, of them is engaged? Why wouldn't you just separate and each have one leg? They have almost had everything. Don't Isn't separation think it's that, that easy. Isn't separation like crazy? It's dangerous? like crazy. Dangerous don't you have to do it? At, yeah. I think you have to do it at birth. Yeah, I feel like I watch all kinds of TLC TLC Dude, shit, this and like is they totally something that would be on TLC. Absolutely. <laughs> I feel like I've watched episodes where they, what they separate Abby people. Oh my god, this is crazy! So, so this article, the person's like, I have a bunch of questions that come to mind. What will Abby be doing while Brittany is having sex with their vagina? Oh my god, is Abby allowed to moan too? Like, that's a good question. Like, does Abby f- get pleasure? Uh, while Britney gets pleasure, I guess you would. Can Abby date after Britney gets married? <laughs> what happens hilarious. when Abby gets incur- engaged or married? Will 
well, whose house will they sleep in? Like, these are questions <laughs> that are that sound silly, but like, also, I mean, totally like, not related to like what we're up not to at all. right now. But not like, at all. I mean, so very, left field. very, very we, interesting. We went down the rabbit hole. <laughs> so, yeah, like, what questions might have been going through your own brain that are not? Well, not after those? after the surgery, major baby fever. I was fucking <gasps> obsessed, oh. absolutely obsessed. I was like. <laughs> I went into full paranoia mode, even though like the more I read, the more I realized that it was there was actually a relatively good chance of me still getting pregnant. Like you, it's you not got just, baby fever after you had the surgery. Yeah. Like and someone was like, 17. you might not have babies. And you were like, I'll babies. fucking show you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and are you like generally somebody who's like, I I, I desperately want to have kids or are you kind of like, eh, I'm back. Maybe. To the, I'm back to the point where it's like, one would be cool. <laughs> right that's pretty much it okay yeah. see i was wondering if if finding out um about your situation at 17 made that easier because at 17 you're usually not planning on having kids anyway so it definitely it's think well well whatever yeah. it doesn't matter it did it did like it was it felt like the phase lasted a long time but like now that i think about it it was like probably less than a year then i was like all right that's fine because we we've, we've spoken to women on the podcast before who have struggled with things like miscarriage and and it's like one of the most devastating things if not the yeah. most devastating thing they've ever been through but for you obviously at that time in your life it's not no, I wasn't as even big thinking of a about deal, it. right? I was like, I don't want a baby. <laughs> what, about, what about now at at twenty four, where you're starting to get? I was more actually, I actually found my surgery papers when I was cleaning out my my bedroom at my parents a couple of days ago, which was funny because um, <laughs> I haven't talked about this in a while. <laughs> it just so happened that I found them right before I was coming on here, um, and it like got me thinking that I should. I'm pretty sure there's a wait list for it but that I should um, get a gynecologist mm-hmm. yeah. because I don't have one. I just have like my regular doctor. The girl with two great, vaginas but... doesn't have a gynecologist. No, that's that's, that's the craziest uterus. thing. You think that yeah, can, you take up two, can you take up two places on the waiting list? I wish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what sucks too? I'm not allowed to get a uh, IUD. Uh, uh, why? why not? You know what? That doesn't suck so bad. They're, they're not really that great. I know, but it would be so much easier not to think about it. Mm. Uh, there's like, you know, we can oh talk God. about this on Turn Me On sometime, but you don't have to. Brian's a big fan of the to, pull-out method. Yeah, it's called the rhythm method. Thank you very much. Rhythm? Whoa, that is such a euphemism. Okay, let me tell you something. <laughs> I went to get, my family doctor said, go get checked out for this IUD. Go to this gynecologist. She gave me a referral. Yeah. I go to the gynecologist. I sit in her office. She comes and she goes, oh, What's up? And I'm like, well, I'm here to talk about IUDs. She's like, you don't look very happy about it. I said, no, I don't really want one, but I'm open to whatever you have to tell me about this. And she was like, well, to be honest, if you don't want one, I don't want to put you in. I don't want to, I don't want to put one in you. And I was like, okay, great. And she handed me a pamphlet. She's like, here's a whole bunch of other birth control methods. And I had everything, including condoms, including mm. the pill, all the way down to the rhythm method. And I was like, this is a fucking thing. Still. A doctor gave you something in- that included the... What's the rhythm unquote, method? Rhythm, the rhythm it's method the, it's is Kirk- honestly Kirk- recording. Rhythm. It's recording yeah. your body yeah. temperature, your weight, your symptoms. <clears throat> it's tracking your cycle to such a degree that you know when you're uh, ovulating. 
And that when you're ovulating, you just choose to not have yeah, you someone ejaculate in you. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa, that's crazy. Yeah. I honestly thought when you said the rhythm method that like, I was like... Pull out in three, <laughs> two, <laughs> two <laughs> one, pull out, pull out, pull out. And that's why I said, fuck, that's such a euphemism. Because I was like, oh, yeah, it's just called the rhythm method because you rhythmically pull your dick that's out. That's what I thought, too. It's based on a Paula Abdul song. Yeah. And, There's like a certain uh, beat yeah. that you're going to, and if like you pull out on the on the like the upstroke, then like yeah. you're way more you're like you're almost guaranteed to not have a kid. Well, speaking of pulling out and upstrokes and uh, rhythm method, what's sex like? Or, or sorry, let, let me rephrase that. What was sex like once you were once you were healed from your your surgery? Better. Um, there's still uh, there's scar tissue at the back, like like my cervix, because um, that's where they cut it off. So short dicks only. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Greg. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just joking. Holy fuck, um, that's funny. <laughs> no, Greg, you're very big. I promise. Um, the, so if it's like, I have to be like, ah, stop, kind of thing sometimes. Right. But other than that, like, it's fine. And, and does it affect or has it affected your... Your ability to orgasm or like the or or even like the intensity of orgasms or or have you noticed anything in terms of like how how you you generally can come to climax or anything like that? No, I the the way the way that they did it from the way they described it to me was like it was really non-invasive. So mm. like they avoided the whole outside and they just went straight in. And like cut it all out and didn't touch anything else. And it was really clean. Just put some stitches in. I have a little bit of scar tissue and that's it. So in terms of feeling, it's only that little bit of scar tissue in the back and that's it. How long did they say to abstain from sex after your operation? I think it was six weeks. I was going to guess six weeks. Yeah. It's funny because I read recently that that's what they used to tell women after giving babies, but yeah. it was really more for the husband. Like, really, it should be like 12 weeks. Oh, wow. Sorry, yeah. say that. What do you mean? Because the husband just got to get a bust a nut, you know? You know what I'm saying? Like, got to bust a nut, can't wait 12 weeks. Oh, they said it should really be more like 12, but they say well, the six for the, the husband. Like, yeah, that's crazy. Heal, I know. Right? <laughs> Uh, yeah. Speaking of the husband busting a nut, uh, did Gre- did Greg no- say anything about <laughs> what? About, it, what were Greg's nuts yeah, like? Yeah. How, how, how did they bust? You know, I feel I generally feel very comfortable having conversations like this. I feel bad talking about Greg's. Dick. I know. No, 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 no. I don't want to talk about room. Greg's dick. I don't want to talk about Greg's dick. What I want to talk about is: Did Greg mention anything to you about how? How or did you even like ask Greg about how you felt inside? Like, was he like, "Whoa, it feels so different in here now." There's yes. all this space, all this room. You he know, said like, that, and he also said like there was space between, like time time space between like when we found out about it versus when I actually got scheduled for the surgery and everything. So there was a time where I still had it, and now we all knew. And he was he'd be like. Oh, I can feel it. Whoa, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> like freak out and be like, oh my God, it's there. I can feel it. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So, so you were cool in that in that time between. You were still cool with having sex and like even. Well, you just have you, to be careful now that you know it's there, right? Right. Like, because yeah. whoa, that that's 
It's pretty badass, considering yeah. that you basically said you like poured out a bucket of blood. Yeah, it was pretty the gross. Previous time, but dude, remember they're seventeen years old and they're trying yeah. to do it three times a yeah, day. Yeah, also, I remember that. Any amount of blood coming from that area seems like you're bleeding to death. I would say. Yeah, it's always kind of gross. Yeah, it's like when you cut your forehead. You know, have you ever cut your forehead, dude? I've oh got, yeah, you bleed so hard on my forehead. It is crazy the <laughs> amount of blood that pours out of your face. I don't think I've ever cut my forehead. Oh my god, dude, it's it's obscene. It's insane. I've never seen anyone bleed. Hard. You don't. I don't think there's a place on your body where you bleed harder. Maybe your vagina, <laughs> if you have a vaginal actual, vaginal wall in your hemorrhaging <laughs> um, yeah, from your like frenulum. Her. If you're a dude, from the, your frenulum, if you cut that on your dick, like the yeah. dick frenulum. Yes. Yeah, because you've done that, right? I haven't known. No. Oh, Dennis, Dennis did. Yeah, right. He said it was like a pun. On you. <laughs> <laughs> on his twin brother. Ooh, gross. Okay. Zinga. <laughs> so so it hasn't it hasn't affected sex negatively, your surgery. If if anything, it's it's helped. Yeah, yeah. Now that it's now that it's gone, um, it's just a matter of essentially just like not going at it too hard because it'll hurt. Right. <laughs> and it. are your periods still crazy heavy and like ha- no, they it? they never really were, and I actually only have my periods only last like three days. Interesting. Yeah. So I don't know. It's like Brian's like, how do I get this double uterus? <laughs> yeah, no yeast infections and three day periods. <laughs> Sign me up. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's never really been a thing. Like they, it's it's almost just like a coincidence. Mm. Like it's just this thing in the middle. And it doesn't really have any effect on anything else. Mm-hmm. Crazy that it's just like, it just, you just develop that way. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you're the, the like female, the whole thing it's into and it fuses. Mm. So everyone's is like that, but mine oh, okay. didn't fuse. So yours is underdeveloped. Technically. Yes, that's why they worry about your kidneys because it could mean your kidneys underdeveloped. Isn't that right. the? Oh, uh, uh, maybe it's, I was going to say, does it have something to do with like the? Oh no, everyone starts as a female and then you drop into a male. Mm-hmm. Got it. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I was almost a conjoined twin. My mom likes to make the joke that I must have been like a. I ate my twin. <laughs> Bridie <Yeah>. did. <gasps> oh my god! Yeah, oh, that's, uh, that's really? something we might have in common. Yeah, Bridie legitimately consumed her twin. I had no choice. Uh, it was weak. I had to <laughs> absorb its nutrients. Yeah. And so that's what I did. I had a choice to make and I made it. Yeah. Here I am today. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was literally going to be like, here do you are. Do or die. <laughs> yeah. Do or die. And you, well, I'm glad you, you did. made it. <laughs> um, so, Leslie, uh, what would you say your experience with having two vaginas, but not really two vaginas, more like two uteruses, has uh, taken away from you like that. <laughs> um, I think it's taken away the it's it's going to have taken away the excitement and joy of getting pregnant. I would say because I was told mm. by them at the time that I'm going to have to go in for a, a, once a week. Oh, so you're like going to be a, a hardcore risk, like high risk yeah, pregnancy. I'm going to have to go in once a week to, to check to make sure everything's okay. Wow. Yeah. So it's like the tediousness and the how careful I'm going to have to be and all like that added stuff. Like I'm sure I'll be excited, but at the same time, it's like there will be perpetual worry at the in yeah. the back of my mind the whole time. 
not saying this is a real life concern of yours, but could you potentially get pregnant with two babies, two different fathers? Yes. What? At the same time? <laughs> Twins. Yes. But two different dads. Yes. But, but, but it would have to, it, it is possible for like, even just like a, like a woman without a double uterus for the floating tombs to like drop out too. That's true. So, but it, the, the thing that would be weird to, about me is that if it, they came out of each opposite side <gasps> at the same time, one could be in each side of my uterus. Right. But also could both uteri, could each uteri get pregnant? Di- different months apart. Like, could you be no, six months so. pregnant in one uteri and five months pregnant in another? I don't think you could because I think I you think, shed the entire. Yeah. Well, once period, you were right? pregnant in the other one, you wouldn't be able. Like, your system would stop and start feeding the no baby, wouldn't it? Yeah. Got it. yeah, but you could get pregnant at both uteruses if it was at the same time. At the same time. Yeah. All right. Let's so hypothetically, you're having. A very fun night. <laughs> and there's two gentlemen, and you get pregnant from both of those gentlemen at the exact same time. Could you have twins on both sides? I don't Four think, babies, one time, two daddies. I don't think they would. Some of them wouldn't survive. Okay. Because, I don't, I don't well, even think. Dude, because I, guys, to, I think we just found our newest <laughs> TLC show. Yeah. Okay, so shall we make so this a just thing? Just give me some IFB one night, two daddies, four babies. That's the show. To go back to my analogy, basically, you've got the gym. Let's you've go got the, the curtain down the middle. You've got one gentleman's sperm playing on one side of the yep. court. The other one's <laughs> team is playing on the other side of the court with sperm. <laughs> and then you there's know, two the men on both sides. They're both playing with sperm. <laughs> Could you go back to the house analogy and maybe maybe it's like duplexes? <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I love multi units. <laughs> 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 Christ. <laughs> we can talk about a fourplex. Uh, like. uh, okay, so what would you say? Um, um, okay, so what yeah. would you say your double uterus um, has given you? I don't know. I feel like a whole bunch more room for babies. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> more information about my own body. Like I don't mm. think I would have looked at almost like any of this stuff up if I didn't need to. Right? Mm-hmm. Like. And we get, like, it's better in Canada than a lot of places in terms of, like, sex ed and, and like, talking to little girls about their periods and that kind of stuff. But it's still, like, I hardly remember any of it. Like, I don't have barely any recollection of most of it. And it just doesn't feel like something that my brain retained. So I definitely knew very little about my own reproductive system before. Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the coolest answers, um... I think I've heard on this podcast to that question um, because I think that we don't take enough time to appreciate yeah. our own bodies and the complexity <laughs> that goes on. And when you're forced with a, mm-hmm. to face a situation that sucks or can be really shitty yeah, and to be able to take that away from it, the fact that you've learned more about yourself yeah, is, uh, I think that's really cool. Yeah. Cause it doesn't have a lot of positives. Like it really doesn't. It didn't, it didn't provide me with anything extra it only slightly took away. I have slightly less of a chance of getting pregnant or maintaining <coughs> pregnancy. And, but other than that, if I hadn't have looked all this stuff up about myself, I would barely know about my own reproductive system. Mm. So, 
Keep us posted if you if you have a kid someday. Yeah, yeah. Give I will. Us a show and yeah. we'll, we'll show it on the podcast. We'll and then we'll do an episode <laughs> on that. Baby. Having a baby with two uteruses. Yeah. Well, apparently it stretches out and compensates. Like once it's successful, it kind of just like the whole thing just like moves to the side. Well, that's what I was wondering about when we were having the conversation about the, having a, a, an egg developing in each side. Because then I was like, well, what yeah. is it going to become like a yin yang symbol? Where like one of them will like die. Pushing... As terrible as that sounds, yeah. like one of them, it, would, it wouldn't work. One would have to go over and take up all the space. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you have one cervix or two cervix? It's... It goes all the way down. So it's two cervixes two. as well. Okay. Yeah. Um, you kind of had two vaginas. I did, yes. Yeah, like you had two vaginas. It's just vaginas. that it was only one hole and the and the, the septum started farther back right. yeah. inside. You had two vaginas. Now you have one vagina. Yes. But now you have yeah. two Cervix cervixes and, and two uteruses. uteruses. Yeah, I, it's uterus. because I Man. have a I have a underdeveloped Vagina. of <laughs> what oh, technically is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when I think of yeah, a vagina, I'm, I think of like externally looking at a vagina. Yeah, right. But that's but that's also, like that's like not even a vagina. That's a vulva. Yeah. So the dude, that's not even the vagina. The vagina's inside. All that stuff. All that stuff on the. All that stuff. Education. At, that's what I mean. All that stuff you're looking at is like. Yeah. It's that's, a whole bunch of other I stuff. I know. Exactly. Labia, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Clitoris Underdeveloped and... understanding of what exactly everything yeah. is. And me thinking that like visually from the exterior, you've got like <laughs> two entrances. Because for, like, yeah. for us, double look, doors. Because for us, we look down, we go, dick, balls. That's it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Figured it out. <laughs> dick and balls. <laughs> I'm uh, smart. Uh, we should do we should do a new thing at the end of the uh, uh, of the podcast where we say one thing that we each learned. <laughs> that is, yeah, that actually and, is not uh, a bad idea. You know what my thing is? What did you I, learn today, Brian? I didn't know that ovaries only just did one at a time, like push, push, yeah, push, like from side time. to side. Uh, I thought that. Both, I hope they don't make that noise. <laughs> they probably <laughs> do. They have to make yeah. some noise uh, to launch the egg out. <laughs> but like, but I didn't know that. I thought both of them were just kind of shooting out little eggs at the same time, but only oh, one. One time. Cool. Yep. There you go. What'd you learn today, Taylor? Man, too many things. Like what <laughs> Brian just said, I just learned that. Taylor <laughs> um, wasn't listening. That of China's not a vagina. That of vagina. China's, not, that a vagina's <laughs> not what I thought it was. Uh, yeah, dude, everything. Yeah, <laughs> everything. I, Same. I mean, that's like every time. I rarely sit down here and go, yeah, boring. I already knew that. Like, I don't think I've ever had that experience with the, doing this show. Bridie, what did you learn today? Um, I, I learned that, uh, maybe there are worse things than monthly yeast infections. I don't know. That's a good one. I learned that the vagina can hold, uh, Way more gauze than a magician's <laughs> hat. There you go. I learned that most of the time Jeremy presents statistics to me, they're probably grossly misinterpreted <laughs> and just he's like skipping crucial words in the statistic. I literally just read the first four words and was like, I got it. <laughs> it was a full sentence. I read there's a more of it. There's more. We're going to have to cut this out of the podcast because people oh who have God. listened for a long time are going to hear this and be like, wait a minute. 
All those facts that Jeremy has said yeah, over the last hundred yeah. episodes have been completely. I feel like up. you guys make it pretty clear that we're idiots. Yeah. <laughs> Did you learn anything? Yeah, I learned some episode? stuff about houses. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, I'm just saying we can talk more if you want to grab a coffee sometimes. Well, thank you so much for coming in and sharing this with us. This is uh, this is fantastic. No problem. Thanks for having me. And thank you all so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we'll be back next week as we always are for both podcasts. Uh, with a fascinating episode. And in the meantime, head on over to iTunes, uh, look up Sick Boy Podcast, give us a rating, a review, make sure you hit the subscribe button. Look up Turn Me On Podcast, rate, review, hit subscribe. And um, if you want to support uh, Sick Boy, you can do that. Go to uh, patreon.com slash sickboy, and I imagine it's patreon.com slash turn me on. Soon. Soon to be. Soon to be. We're going to have a Patreon. Um, we also accept email money transfers at <laughs> brianymcclain at gmail.com. We should start a wish list, like all those Twitch girls. Yeah. Like the Ka. She's got a wish list. Yeah, you know what? It's actually, we actually saw a, a nice little surge in uh, support over the last few days. We and did. we what was really, really, really appreciate it because we do. you help us do a ton of cool shit. I know why it is. It's yeah, I'm done. At, it doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> I, well, I I've got information that the we can talk about when we're done really recording. So it's because uh, at the end of last episode, we we told everybody that we were about to live stream our episodes oh, yeah. once we hit our third target of three thousand dollars, right. and also we're going to be live streaming our live shows. That's right. Which we twenty dollar, which we could have just done with Calgary. Which is why we just got a twenty dollar patron a few minutes ago. Uh, Bri, who's uh, who do we got to thank for today's episode? We got to thank number one Donovan Morgan for the amazing sound design on this podcast. He makes my voice sound really cool, like this. (laughs) Oh, you're just doing it again now. Here we go. Okay, he just he he just made me sound way cooler. And then uh, and then also we have to um, thank take part for the intro song and the outro song of the show. Take part in this.bandcamp.com if you want to check out other cool songs by them. And thank you, Emily Sorry, for your music that you give us on Turn Me On. We don't actually ever thank you, so we're thanking you now. And thank you, Rich O'Coin, for your music. Uh, that is it for this week. I'm Brian. I'm Taylor. I'm Jeremy. And this is Sick Boy. And until next week, go fuck yourself. God, what a confusing end. I know. <laughs>Deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.